G'day, y'all. Welcome to our next episode of Champagne Cinema, the show where we do what we do best, which is watch some films, drink some wine, and then we whine about them. My name is Chris, and joining me today is C. We are back for our 2002 rom-com series. Last week, we chatted about The Sweetest Thing, and this week, we watched and whined all about Two Weeks Notice, which is directed by Mark Lawrence and starring Sandra Bullock, Hugh Grant, and Alicia Witt. So this movie is personally one of my favorite movies as it is one of my top rom-coms. It's always brought me joy and I've watched it a bunch of times. I still have the DVD. I don't know if I'll ever get rid of it even though I don't have a DVD player. It's nostalgic, (laughs) I guess. And to me, Sandy can just never do wrong in my book. I love her so much. She's always a favorite of mine also. Well, Hugh Grant also said that Sandra Bullock was his favorite person to work with (sighs) as well throughout his career. So like, I feel like you're onto something there. She just always feels so genuine and just so likable and she's not too intimidating or like to this or to that. And I don't know. I've just always loved her. Always. Practical magic. Oh, Sandra Bullock. I think she's hot too. I mean... (laughs) Speed. Speed. (laughs) There's actually one movie I feel like you haven't watched and we should probably watch it that I was like, oh, I think C would appreciate this. Have you ever seen Demolition Man? No. Okay. So it's got like Wesley Snipes and Stephen, no, what's his name? Sylvester Stallone, sorry. Mm. And Sandra Bullock and that guy that was the cop in Miss Congeniality. What is his name? Ben. Oh, he was, he was, went out with Julia Roberts. Yeah. Ben Platt, Benjamin Bratt or Bratt, something. Platt, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it is a full, I'm pretty sure it's 90s and Wesley Snipes and Sylvester Stallone get like frozen and then they like wake up in the future, which is where Sandra Bullock is, but they're like still 90s. It's really weird, but it's really cool. And there's these one-liners in it. And I think you would appreciate it because she still is her, but she's not her at all. It's really, it's a really interesting movie. Yeah, I totally watch it. I also know I need to watch that scary movie one where they can't see. Bird Box? Yes. And I know, I feel like I should see it, but I just don't like scary movies. She's really good in that one. You watched yeah. A Quiet Place, so I feel like you could watch Bird Box. Right, yeah. It's similar similar vibes. So I feel I believe in you. You can do it. I love her enough to where I would do it for her. I just have, I need to do it with you or something. Oh, yeah, I'll watch it again. I've only seen it the first time when it came out, and I haven't seen it since, and it always pops up. But, yeah, I'll watch it again. If you Maybe we just have a Sandra Bullock movie series, and I'll put Demolition Man in there. <laughs> Just for Fuck fun. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> we can find another one for sure. I kind of want, I told you I want to watch Speed again. <laughs> okay, I want to watch Speed more for Keanu Reeves than Sandra, but I'll watch oh, that. for both of them. Any day. Just Keanu, oh, baby. <laughs> Can't get and enough they of also him. had a little thing. Okay, we're getting off track. We're getting way off track, but I could talk about Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock. I think they both like crushed on each other in Speed. Yes. They didn't realize they're crushing on each other. Until like they went to Ellen. <laughs> yeah, and told Ellen and they're like, oh, weird. Now we're just in very different places um, yeah. with their own emotional damage from life. So oh. anyway, before we get into this in-depth discussion about two weeks notice, remember that this podcast contains spoilers. If you have not seen this film and you don't want us to ruin it, you should probably go and watch it and then come back. I've managed to turn myself into this, 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 there's not even a name for it. Well, that's not like I'm enjoying it either, you know. Before you came into my life, I was capable of making all kinds of decisions. Now I can't. I'm addicted. I have to know what you think. 
What do you think? George, I think you're the most selfish human being on the planet. That's just silly. Have you met everyone on the planet? Okay, so we're just going to give a brief plot description if anyone forgot what this film was about. Dedicated environmental lawyer Lucy, who's played by Sandra Bullock, goes to work for a billionaire, George, who's played by Hugh Grant, as part of a deal to preserve a community centre that is very near and dear to her heart and also very close to her parents' place. Indecisive and weak-willed George grows really dependent on Lucy's guidance through, I think, like one year of their relationship. It like spans a year. And he goes to her on everything from like legal matters to like what to wear, what tie to wear and clothing. So codependent and needy. Anyway, <laughs> Lucy's exasperated and gives notice of two weeks and picks Harvard graduate June, who is played by Alicia Witt as her replacement. Ugh. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel about it. <laughs> I hate her. <laughs> as Lucy's time at a firm nears an end, she grows very jealous of June and has second thoughts about leaving George. All very like dramatic. Yeah. So dramatic. I just want to say, which we'll go into, I don't really think she has second thoughts about leaving George and like quitting, but she doesn't want somebody like June to replace her. I think her second thoughts are about why she's having second thoughts yeah you know or like why she feels jealous yeah why she's feeling just jealous as opposed to like leaving i think leaving is the best decision for her but yeah. i think she's got second thoughts about the reasons she's leaving potentially and why she feels but her she definitely wants to do something else with her life like professionally but then there's this like weird thing so yeah and june just sucks i don't understand what is wrong with me at the moment, huge quantities of alcohol. So for this, we actually watched it together. We had Shocking. plans this weekend. And we drank Block 9 Cadence Vineyards Pinot Noir 2020, which scored a 3.8 on Vin Vino and was $15. I'm glad to see this, that it's red fruit and it's oaky and earthy because when I was drinking it, it wasn't my favorite. Like the initial taste, it was like, mmm. And it's the oaky. That's what you it don't is. You like oaky. Ah, uh, see, no. I like the earthy tones of Pinots. And also, for anyone listening, if you need a good wine app, Vinvino, obviously this is not sponsored by Vinvino, but it should be, is great because you can take a picture of the wine label of a wine and it gives you a rating out of like one to five. It gives you how much it costs and it gives you like details on like why people like it or don't like it. And it's really good to use in like grocery stores. So my husband, Nick, always uses this. And then so many years later, I decided to download this app so that C and I could remember what wine we were drinking because it takes a picture and saves it for you. And now I went back to the app and remembered all these details from the wine we drank on that night. And I was like, this is super handy. So if anyone needs a, a wine helper in their back pocket, Vinvino, the app, go get it. <laughs> it's super clever I liked it when I saw you using it I was like oh that's cool you can use it at restaurants too like you can actually like yeah. take pictures of wine at restaurant or if you're at a friend's place and they have a bottle of wine that you're liking take a picture of it and then you can remember it I think it's genius very simple it was good user friendly but no I liked the wine it just wasn't one of my favorites for me um I mean, I've had better. I've had definitely had worse. I just, I feel like I'm just a big fan of Pinot's. I did go and buy another bottle of it because I had to replace <laughs> the bottle that we drank so that Nick could enjoy it because he technically bought it for himself, not for me and you to drink. So 
I have another bottle. I'll let you know if I decide it's good or not. It just had a stronger flavor to it at the at the start, which I feel like a lot of our pinots, it just it just seemed a little bit different. But if you like oaky and I mean earthy, then go for it. I don't know what I like. It was still red wine. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm usually on the lighter side, but I think I am now learning how to drink harder reds. Like I'm getting in a bit more into cab sav. So maybe oh, I'm just appreciating that kind of bolder wines a little bit more than I used to. Cab Sav is what I learned to drink wine. So I kind of started really heavy. <laughs> yeah. Mine was a Pinot. So I started a lot. Like, I haven't really progressed to be honest. I'm trying. Baby steps. 10 years later. I also know just drinking Cab can be a lot. It's It can be very heavy and I've had the worst hangovers from a Cab Sav. Drinking too much of it. <laughs> I think it always depends on the quality. Like the more I spend on a bottle of wine, the less my hangover is. The less I spend on a bottle of wine, the bigger my hangover is. So it really has to do with, I think, quality. <laughs> and amount. I mean, this is just standard reviews on like a whole bottle of wine a night kind of things. There's a point, no matter how much you drink of a wine, you're going to get on yeah, over. that's true. <laughs> I should remember that. <laughs> Put it on a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> you should stop now, Chris. <laughs> I can bend like a pretzel. <laughs> Serious. And I'm not talking the straight kind, I'm talking you know, like the twisty kind, you know? I think, twisty, I think like, I, 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 like the bobcat salty type of pretzel. You know, because that's what men want. That's what men want, right? The that, twisty, is that, that is that dream. Twisty bobcat kind of pretzel, because that's what you want. And I bet I could give you a twisty bobcat pretzel. Okay, well, getting into two weeks' notice. Just starting from the opening, we start at the protest and we just really get to see a start of like who Lucy is and what she cares about and clearly against corporations and saving buildings and caring about architecture. And she will lay on the ground on a yoga mat to prevent it getting taken down. I think the starting scene, she's actually full on Miley Cyrusing it, like clinging to a wrecking ball, though. I vividly remember her sitting does. on top of a wrecking ball with a big W on it. And I was like, respect. And all I could think was Miley Cyrus wrecking ball. And I'm like, <laughs> too much pop culture. But Sandy now we know is the OG. Putting Apparently. That together. Yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Just a totally different vibe. <laughs> <laughs> different reasons and stuff. But yeah, I was like, eh. There we go, sitting on a wrecking ball. So yeah, she's grown up with parents that care about this stuff. So it's a huge deal to her. So that's a big part of her. And then we go into George, who is very girl crazy. You can tell he's pretty much his brother's bitch. And he's, you know, a bit entitled. He's not an asshole, but you know, he lives a rich white man's life. So you just kind of see this quality of him that's just not great. And he always wants these like bimbos working for him and that never works out for him. But I feel like his brother also put him or his family because his brother was around, but he was like, you're the pretty one. You have to be the face of this. Mm -hmm. So you're going to take the slack, but you're also going to be the attractive person. I'm actually going to make the big calls. I'll be able to fire you. I'll be able to get rid of you, but stand up there on a pedestal and look pretty. And that's mm -hmm. going to be pretty damaging because maybe he actually can't do the job or he has like imposter syndrome because he's being told you're only there. You're only the face of this company because you look good on the front of magazines. 
which is, you know, accurate, but maybe he did deserve to be there. But I feel like that plays into his complex with women because he's like, you know, people see him that way. It's what his brother thinks of him. So he's like, fine, I'll be the the playboy stud muffin if that's the role you want me to play. Yeah, it's like that's what was always expected of him. And he just kind of fell into that role instead of fighting it. Well, then Lucy and him meet. She like stalks him essentially outside the building to get him to save her Coney Island Community Center. And he steals her words for the article as she's talking and then pretty much is like, oh, wait, you're really smart. I should hire you. (laughs) (laughs) And then there was like the whole deal, like, don't take down the community center and I will work for you. And then it all starts. There's so many things in this movie. Like it was cute and enjoyable. It was just so like 2000s. We've come a long way in female character development since then, especially where men are like surprised by women being smart, (laughs) including him. I was like, yeah, she can, women can be smart and cute too. Just saying. Yeah. I mean, all the women leading before her, they're just very like, oh my God, you're hot. And like, she's the first one that does not care. Good for her. But also he didn't think much of her to start and then he's like oh you're smart oh yeah yeah you can come work for me yeah come work for me and I'm like but then how he treats her through I think like the whole first half of the movie I was like wait why is he treating her like his personal assistant like why is he treating her like she's a lawyer that's like doing like your law for your huge corporation but you're like demanding all this EA stuff of her and I found that really really weird and disrespectful. I'm like, don't you have an EA for that? Yeah, I think just in the sense of the movie, like when the envelope that kind of starts it, like he's like, what do you think about this envelope? And then he's like, oh, you're really logical. And I like how you think. And I think he just he truly was falling in love with her. And that was the best way to like, he just wanted her part of his life. He was very codependent. Very Very codependent. And I don't think he was doing it in an asshole way. And I think she almost liked it a bit more than she realized because she was there for them. They kind of like built this bond. But really, yeah, I mean, calling her at nine, she's pretty much like, yeah, he doesn't want to be with you. And he's just calling me. But he doesn't realize what he's doing. So stupid. So he's just a stupid male. (laughs) Yeah, he, he pretty much is a stupid male. And he's like realizing, oh, wait, I've been missing out on this amazing person that like helps me so much in my life and makes me feel better. So now I have to like have her all the time. And he calls her during a wedding. So many boundaries are crossed. I am just like, this dude needs to learn boundaries. So many boundaries. It's just, it's just a lot. It's just just a lot. I kind of like lose a little bit of respect for that, but I feel bad for him. I just think he needs a lot of therapy to work through his issues. I feel like this is stuff coming down from his parents and he finally has found someone he can really depend on, but he doesn't quite understand the boundaries of that relationship with your lawyer and then treats her like, like a girlfriend in a way, but not. Best friend. Yeah. It is the best friend element. Like you see it and they're like, are they best friends? Are they not? But they work for each other. There's mm-hmm. just so much crossover and confusion. Even I was like, uh, like what's happening? <laughs> what is this relationship? It's weird. So it does make sense that she puts in her two weeks. It's like, yes, do that after he called her out of the wedding. But then when I think he's really an asshole and it's not really focused on enough is that he stops her from getting another job. Like that's when he's really an asshole because he's like pretty much preventing her from getting hired, but that's not fair. 
No, there's things about him. I really generally don't really like him as a character, to be honest. I like her. He has a lot of growing up to do and just the immaturity of like, he obviously knows that she's a good lawyer and a good person and good at what she does and he values her, but he's going to like cock block her for other jobs because like she wants more out of life than to be his personal assistant slash lawyer. It's like, oh no, I'm going to just destroy your career instead. What? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that was when he like really crosses the lines. You're like, no, now you're just totally being a selfish prick. And then he's getting advice from his driver. Remember when they're playing chess? (sighs) That is in Uh, my notes. That's He should get rid of that guy because that is a huge bad influence. The line that really frustrates me, a couple of things frustrate me in this film, but this line was one of them, was when he says, all men are pawns when it comes to women, especially smart ones like Lucy. She's hard to control. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's disgusting. I I just remember hearing it and I was like scribbling furiously being like, remember this line? And I went back and looked at it and I was like, yeah, you're not supposed to bloody control us. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And I don't think men are pawns to women. I don't treat men like pawns. They probably think that we do, but we definitely don't. We're too focused on like ourselves to give a fuck what you guys are doing. That just really frustrated me. Obviously, it was the driver. He was clueless, but I'm like, come on, guys. Is this really, really where we're going? This is not a 2000 thing. I literally the other day, like two days ago, saw a TikTok of this uh guy podcast and they're talking about like this woman like a woman earning money and they're like why would I want to be with her if she makes a lot of money and has drive like ooh, like no man's gonna and it's one of those where you know, a girl comes in and she's she like excuse it? me yeah and I just was like how do you think this is okay you are such an ass we get to choose like <sighs> you know you also get to choose to not be with women like us but we also get to choose to not be with men like you oh yeah ugh. There is so many podcasts out there at the moment that are like, don't give a, a man a microphone type thing. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a lot of these clips and they're like, yeah, why would I want to? Oh, yeah, she gained weight. Why would I want to be with somebody? And it's like you, the fact that you think you can say this out loud and that's OK. Yeah, I think one of the other elements of the film, it kind of connects to that line is when um, Lucy's talking to her sister, Meryl. No, it's not her sister. It's her friend. Her best friend, yeah. Her best friend, Meryl. And they're sitting on the steps and they're talking about stuff. And Meryl's like, I had to fight for Tom. Best thing I ever did. And I'm like, ladies, they should be fighting for us. Like, we shouldn't have to fight for them. Like, are you kidding? If you're fighting for a man to pay you attention and wanting to be with you, run, run so fast. Like, they should be fighting for us. We're fighting for each other. Yeah, it just, it just is like, this is just... It hasn't aged with me as I've aged, I guess. I probably, like, 2002 and I wasn't aware of all these things and, like, loved the chase and all that kind of stuff. Sure. But now hearing it, I'm like, oh, we've progressed past this, guys. Like, we deserve better. (laughs) Let's get to the ending because then I think there is full circle. I don't think that is the whole movie. No, I think I'm just nitpicking at parts that have annoyed me because it's based in 2000 and we haven't moved on from sexism. As it should. And that's why Lucy is ahead of her time. Mm -hmm. At least for that. Okay, so then he finally agrees. Okay, I will interview somebody else. And I just have to call it the part where like the lady comes in and he's like, congratulations on the baby. And she's like... (laughs) What baby? What baby? <laughs> what baby? <laughs> His face, and he's like, "Yeah, what baby, Lucy?" <laughs> but again, he just throws her under the bus. I'm I know, like, I know, George. 
be a better human she right knows. now. <laughs> she knows. She's not stupid. Then we see a little piece of like how they really are so close when they're at the restaurant and she doesn't like things on his salad and he doesn't like this much ice in his thing. And you're like, oh, they don't even know it, but they are so good together if they're not boss mm-hmm. and employee. Mm-hmm. Yes, very compatible. <laughs> so different, but yeah. And then Ansel breaks up with her and then we're on the boat. And I just love that scene. <laughs> when she drunk kisses him? Yeah, when she's in the life jacket and she's super drunk and she's a twisty bobcat pretzel. <laughs> That's right. I wrote bobcat in my notes and I'm like, I don't even know what that means. You've seen this so many times where I was just like, what? why am I writing bobcat? <laughs> I was like next to you doing like the whole thing. I was like, bobcat pretzel. <laughs> <laughs> That was cute. What girl hasn't had a drunk kiss with someone that you shouldn't be drunk kissing on at a yacht? that time? Yeah, not on a, yacht. on a yacht. I mean, yeah, I've done it on a yacht too, actually. But like <laughs> different kind not, of yacht. Not, yeah, not that kind of yacht. Mine had a little <laughs> sail thing flapping around in Croatia. But it's just like, what girl hasn't had that moment? And they feel like you can just relate being like, oh, yeah, I've been that drunk person kissing a person I shouldn't be kissing. And then the next day you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> And then June comes in. June's hot, by the way. I find her... She's hot, but she's a despicable person. She's. I think she also has a lot of growing up to do. As in, she kind of knew what she wanted and she went after it, but she went about it in the wrong way. And she also pitted a female against another female. I didn't appreciate that. Yeah, and she was interviewing for a job and the way to get the job was to flirt with him. Not great. I mean, and he had accepted it, which wasn't great either. He accepted it. I think he he must have sexual harassment cases coming out of his wazoo. I'm just saying. Oh no, George Wade and me too. Like Lucy was the first one. I don't think he tried this on. And I think June was like all the other ladies. They kind of hinted it at the start of the film. You don't see it, but he's had all these like, you know, sex rocks with all these other ladies that threw themselves because he's the playboy and I'm like watching this and with June and he's just so dumb such a dumb male and then I was like wait you're like the CEO with someone like how many cases how many people have you bought off like hush money I just hope everything (laughs) is genuinely mutual that's all Like all like a June case. It's a position of power. It's never neutral. No, June, no. June was fully came in there ready to flirt her ass off. Yeah. But you don't know they're all like that. I didn't say they're all like, I I know that. I'm just saying I hope for George Wade and Lucy's future relationship. She was like 20. To straight out of college. Yeah, he not like great. 50 in this film. I don't know how old he is in this film. Skeevy. But like, it's just like a little bit ew. And then you just, you know, you really think about that character. And you does this small things with George where I'm like, really, Lucy? Like, really? But whatever. Yeah. <laughs> He's a billionaire. He has a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> and because she's dealing with him, she is a stress eater. You really see that from the very beginning with like the Chinese food and then when they're playing tennis and then eating all the chili dogs when he's flirting with June. And then I know you don't love the scene, but then the whole RV situation when she really needs to go to the bathroom because of all the chili dogs she ate. <laughs> yeah. Why did she have to shit her pants? Why couldn't he shit his pants? I get it. It came with a story of stress eating and he was taking care of her. I understand the whole dynamic, but I was like, really? We're going to make it. It was his w- turn. 
What do you mean? It was his turn to like show that he could step up. Yes, yes. But you they did it in a way that you're still making a woman shit her pants. It's she didn't fine. shit her pants. Exactly. He got her to the RV bathroom just in time. Yeah. And then her car got towed. But it's okay. He got a helicopter. Then he got a helicopter. Out. Exactly. Billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> that is the moment that I think they genuinely fall in love, even if they don't know it. Like it's just like a sweet moment. And it's like over New York City and they really just have this moment. She says the whole like use power for good instead of evil. And you can really see like he's taking it in and it's just sweet. And and she's like, I'm in a helicopter. I am flying high with this money. I'll put up with this shit. Yeah. I don't know. It's just sweet. <laughs> it's like sunset over New York. And I just think that's like their their moment i kind of compare this movie i don't know if you've seen it it came out on amazon and it's got the hunky scott eastwood in it our favorite it's the i want you back one and i'm not giving anything away in this film so if you haven't seen it don't worry but in it they talk about a relationship that's a slow burn it really starts as like friendship really solid friendships and you don't quite know that you're like what you're getting into until it hits you and you're like oh my god I'm in love with this person and they reference it like as a slow Mm -hmm. burn and sometimes people don't want a slow burn relationship sometimes it sneaks up on you all that kind of stuff their relationship in this film is a slow burn they don't realize it until obviously right at the end when they do realize it but it builds and develops over time because they're not going into it interested in each other right away. It's like something that has to develop, but I think it's lasting because it's developed. So mm-hmm. I do like that they've done this relationship in a slow burn way compared to the sweetest thing where it was five minutes at a club. Yeah. You know, it's like night and yeah. day. Yes. <laughs> so I can Very. relate to this relationship way more than the sweetest thing relationship. <laughs> it's more complex. I do appreciate about this film is they actually like lead you to this place of love as a instead of just assuming and throwing them together and hoping they have babies or whatever. I agree with that. And then we get to the conflict, the big conflict, which is the brother going back on the word and being like, no, we're tearing down Coney Island and pretty much being super ruthless. And then we get to the benefit. And of course, June manipulates herself to get to the benefit. (laughs) Oh, and then we see Trump (laughs) at the benefit. Yeah, another reason, red flag, Trump. Just cut him from the film. He's not necessary. But I did find out some trivia that George's brother, whatever his face is, where they film, you know how he was always at home? He never like left his castle. That was a Trump house. And Trump gave them that house because he owned it to Uh, be in the film. Oh my gosh. I'm like, you are, can we cut Trump? I know you gave him the house, but is that why he's still in the film? Is because like he has some kind of like great lawyer probably because he probably does. It's like written this contract being like, if you show our house, you have to show Trump or like whatever. Anyway, (laughs) no, I was like, can we, can we get rid of this guy from films? (laughs) Home Alone 2. Like just... (laughs) Generally speaking, he's in yeah. tons of stuff. I think he, he just pretty much just like him. bought himself into all these movies. He bought, it, he bought himself. He's like, here, have my big mansion, but I'm going to be in this film. And I'm like, genius. I wish I had a home to offer that I could be in a film for. But goddamn, don't want to see him in films. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's just annoying. Like, yeah, can we just cut? I guess they just don't do that really. But yeah, so what did you think about George you know, in that moment saying like, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to take it down. And then going home with June and they're playing strip poker or something. Shit. George is not a knight on the white horse no. coming to save you. He is not. He, 
He's just too stupid. He's so, What's he's not stupid, in so his dumb. bones? He has, he's learning. <laughs> yeah, he's learning as a 40-year-old man. So not a huge fan. Wasn't a huge fan of him going home with June. No. Like, I think he should have just been like, it just, he. they're supposed to be putting him as like, you know, this great person, but he just really isn't a great person in this film. I don't think he's a good dude. I do think Lucy deserves better, understand that she's with him because he's a billionaire, but I'm still sour about it. I don't think he makes a great leading man. Um, I think it's a conflict in the movie. It's the movie. And yes, and they have to get together in the end. I understand that. So <laughs> it's not real life, Chrissy. <laughs> Stop being so involved. But I, I like the ending. You know that he's going to come around and do the right thing in the end because yeah. that's a whole point. I don't know in real life if that actually would happen though. No, I mean like, so she leaves and then, oh, June's an asshole about the stapler. Like, back off, bitch. Again, I hate her. <laughs> yeah. I don't, yeah. June's June. George <laughs> does say one of the meaner things to Lucy when, like, before she leaves, where he's pretty much like, you're too perfect. Saints are boring. Like, that mm-hmm. was, I don't really understand his thought process in doing that. I guess he was just being defensive because he knows he was doing the wrong thing, but like he didn't want to admit it or didn't want to feel shittier than he probably already did and yada, yada, yada. But like that was low blow and not the case. Obviously, she's not boring. Does he ever like apologize for being an asshole or does he just like say, oh, don't worry, I'm not going to knock down the community center? No, I mean, I I can't. I'd have to go back to the end speech, but I think (laughs) so. I mean, he goes there and he's just like, she's amazing. I was wrong and used his, you know, he's the face. They have to have his face to like get it done and use that to be like, no, it's not happening. So like they can't go like back on it and actually tear it down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it was like a PR thing. I think he showed up there kind of with his tail between his legs being like, I'm sorry, I did wrong. You're right. Like I want to be better. And it's just a really sweet moment for them he's he does like he looks like his you know the character arc Mm -hmm. he just like kind of comes back i just hope he sticks to being a better human as opposed to going back to kind of what he always was like he really lucy obviously seems like a very good influence on him and helps him think outside of his little bubble that he's always thought in i just hope that that continues as opposed to him going back to his old selfish ways i hope she doesn't have to keep putting in that work for him to like, now it's your time to oh. pick up the ball and take it down the court. You know, she shouldn't have to like keep yeah. trying to show him the way he needs to educate himself. Like she can't keep showing yes. him. He needs to, you know, go do it. So I wish them all their best in their future relationship. But I do love the scene at the very end. It's like my favorite scene. It always makes me laugh when she's ordering for two and he's going back and forth in the apartment and he's like, how are we going to fit in here? And I just think that just shows his little like Hugh Grant. I just do think has such great timing and he's funny and I enjoy him, even though he's also not a great guy in real life. I I don't mind. I, I get what they're doing in that. But dude, if a guy came into my house and started strutting around like that, being like, this he is so joking. small, I'd be he like, being sarcastic. get out. <laughs> <laughs> he was being sarcastic. He lived in a freaking hotel. But I, and then he was like, well, I'm poor now, you know, like share a helicopter poor. <laughs> I think he's just being sarcastic and just being an asshole. And like, yeah, I know I'm rich. And what was me? An asshole. Yeah. I don't know. I... 
pros and cons. I think Lucy's great. I'm still not sold on George. He can. Do we need a two weeks notice part two? Is it two weeks notice on her divorce or her marriage? I think so. <laughs> like I can't. This might work. I but think it could damn, work. I don't know. I think he he's a sweet person down to the core. He just was raised in a place and an environment where he could just be elite and not have to overthink life and just kind of be easy and hopefully this like woke him up that's my hope for her and him there's any way it's going to work he's either going to have to transform his company or he's going to have to leave he it. left it at the end he's like i got fired like oh did he my brother got rid of me that's why he's like i'm <laughs> poor <laughs> quote unquote also the fact that his brother could just get rid of him like where is your like, board of directors and like oh yeah. you're gonna fire your brother it's stupid the whole uh, he obviously has a lot of trauma with his family so i gotta kind of forgive him for being a bit of an asshole himself very toxic she's rather like the building she loves so much a little rough around the edges but when you look closely absolutely beautiful and the only one of her kind and even though I've said cruel things and driven her away, she's become the voice in my head. And I can't seem to drown her out. And I don't want to drown her out. All right, so quick film analysis. We can run through this just so that everyone gets to their next meeting on time, I guess. Script, one to five. What did you think? I give it a, a little bit higher, surprisingly, four. I think it has, like, sweet moments and is clever and... Honestly, I don't even remember the script, so I'll give it a 2.5. I remember Hugh Grant having quirk, like his British humour that he has in every single thing that he plays, and Sandra Bullock, she's cute too, but I don't think it was anything outstanding for me, so 2.5. The fact I can't really remember any lines <laughs> doesn't help. <laughs> uh, characters. Um, I'm going to give it a three just because it's really just Lucy and George for me like all the other ones are very small it's not very like character heavy no I was like looking up the actors in it and I was like okay there's literally two actors in this like there's other people but who so I'm going to give it a two and as you haven't you've probably noticed I really like Lucy she's a good character George not so much so I'm just uh, gonna deduct some points there the two go for Lucy plot and entertainment factor plot Five. <laughs> entertainment We're factor? We're talking about a rom-com here. Five. Yeah, and uh, entertainment factor, three and a half. Oh, really? I feel like you would have had that high. No, it's not. And it's not a big entertainment factor. To me, it's like wow moments. It's just a great, I think, standard rom-com plot and that I always really enjoy. My plot is three, but my entertainment factor, I'm going to give it a 3.75 because it held me. Like I watched the movie. I wasn't like getting bored and distracted. It had its cute, quirky moments, as you would say. I just remember when it came out, it was it was a, a shit. Great, yeah, it was a shit. And it just it was different. It was a newer kind of vibe. And like you said, it kind of, you know, it does kind of break a mold a little bit with Lucy mm -hmm. yeah. and Sandra Bullock all the way. All right. And any honorable mentions? I just love when Lucy comes out of the jail, which she goes to jail. She's even cooler. Um, with a wet nap, which makes me think of my wet ones in my purse at all times. So I just appreciated <laughs> that vibe of like you come out of somewhere and you wet nap. I don't even know what a wet nap is. It's like a wet wipe. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> what she called it. But yeah, oh, pretty okay. much. And then the community center, I just whenever they showed scenes there, I just always found it like super cute. And right by like on Coney Island by the beach. 
And I always just like want to go there. Well, it is a New York City landmark, just so you I know. I wouldn't be surprised. It used to be a child's restaurant building. I don't know if that, like, it's like a, it was a business, I guess. And then one month after the movie was released, it went into the landmark area in like 20, 2003. So there you go. So it'll never be you taken down? You can go down. see it. Yeah. <laughs> They didn't take it down. Go get a hot dog on Coney Island and sit there. Yeah. All right. So the final, I already know your answer to this. Would you recommend this film? Yeah, definitely. It's a great rom-com. If you're ever just having a shit day, just put it on. You'll feel great. Yeah. I would recommend this film as well. I had seen it before, but I couldn't remember it at all. Like I was like, I don't, I've seen this. I know it, but I must've seen it like when it came out in the 2000s because I just didn't remember anything at all but yeah i'd recommend it yeah it's just an enjoyable one where you don't have to think too hard and it's just easy yeah and sweet thank you all for joining us for two weeks notice leave us a review and comment on any movies you want us to watch and whine about don't forget to subscribe and find us on tiktok at champagne cinema linked in the description see y'all next time cheers, cheers.